Welcome to Stop, Back, and Roll, a podcast about taking apart that enormous Star Destroyer Lego set and using the pieces to build a Cobalt cart. I'm James. And I'm Brandon. Today we're going to be talking about creating modular databases that support game creation and getting really deep into Notion. This is kind of a technical one. Yeah, I just hit record just now, so... Oh, okay. I well, failed. None I got of that distracted by banter. Notion. You started writing me hello notes yeah. in Notion that I did see live. How you doing, okay. James? I'm good. I was saying before we started recording that I'm a little discombobulated because I did some traveling and I did some losing power, <laughs> but uh, <Yeah. laughs> we're through with that and I'm mostly home. I'm back and I'm figuring out who I am again, where yeah. I live, yeah. what, I, what, I, what I do, what I eat, how do I cook dinner? Which All can only be done through podcasting. Yeah. Like yeah. like everything else. It, podcasting is the most efficient way to do it. Yeah. It makes the most sense. Yeah. Because all yeah. you got to do is like, this is this is some like, this is really not tabletop secret knowledge, although it's it's related. <laughs> but you, if, you, if you can get on a podcast and you can just say like, there's no way to cook food. Oh yeah, and then yeah. release it. Someone will be like, "Someone um, will correct that." Actually, you can cook food, and here's five ways. You know, I've actually not gotten a lot of corrections, um, probably because I am a cis man. Possibly, <laughs> uh, I- I'm guessing we've probably gotten fewer corrections than many you other just, podcasts. Although, you do we're also do, a podcast, uh, which does mean that our chance yeah. of being cis men is much higher as well. You gotta, you gotta aim higher. That's just all it really means. Is you got like oh, okay. you can't, like like some people could go in with like food actually can't be cooked and like okay and then but like we we've got to come in with like a there's no such thing as food. Oh, uh, we need to like, be more human beings don't need to eat. Actually, I've done no, my own human research. Beings literally, human beings eat. can't eat. Yeah, they couldn't eat it's, if they, they can't wanted to. No, they couldn't. And that's why I have a new diet where you just smell raw beef. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for the, for the enjoyment it gives you it gives you protein macro ingredients macro macro ingredients yeah micro yeah. micro uh micronutrients god i hate this i hate this <laughs> this is terrible we we gotta stop yes everyone's gonna hate right. this tabletop games can't be written <laughs> they can't they're just they, birthed, they fully can't. formed you, you know what i will say though H.io. <laughs> if only um can't handle the heat would exist by now if that was the case um the deck of npc cards for pasión de los pasiones yeah i got to look over all of them make sure everything is set everything's beautiful i love it so excited have you things are just coming towards an end and i'm I'm really happy about that has i forgot remind me i am not as intricately uh intimately familiar with the details of that uh kickstarter as maybe i should be given that i spent a lot of money on it um are are have you experienced other people having written content for that game that is going to be published um that that comes with the kickstarter or with other stuff other stuff just in general like like, not like just random people but like people that you paid or people that magpie paid or like have written official passion yes there will be there will be official passion content um i brendan has done a little bit of official passion content um 
and uh and there's going to be more from from some super awesome uh latina designers i'm pretty pumped about because i imagine that first day we don't have that in hand yet when you get those like the packet of like npcs from someone who isn't you and it's like oh dang this is content yeah great getting those play sets and playbooks i i have seen some very cool play sets from uh some other folks just like in the community um and uh there's a there's a at least one game that uses um El uh, apasionado por el apocalipsis uh, system, uh, which is the the <laughs> questions PBTA system, yeah. uh, which is Patchwork World, hmm. which is a very cool, uh, weird fantasy PBTA game. Have you seen it? I haven't. Um, while you're looking for that, uh, my the campaign of Passion that I was playing in just came to an end. Uh, mm-hmm. It was incredible. It ended with so awesome. many things literally on fire. <laughs> um, Perfect. The whole winery. <laughs> well, we, so we, like, I guess uh, that's perhaps not the, the way that most Pession games end, but ours included a, uh, in, included La Venganza. The amount ends with a... L- okay, And okay. so at the end of our story, our Venganza uh, got her vengeance and lit a whole winery on fire. Oh, God. Uh, to tear us all <laughs> down. So... Good yeah, for her. It was good. We deserved it. We were we were not good people. I include my my own Amazing. character in that as the as the winemaker. I was the least bad of all the people, but I was still a pretty bad person. So okay, okay, least bad is not bad. Um, uh, just briefly back to Patchwork World. Um, yeah. it is in the TTRPGs for trans rights in oh, Texas nice. bundle. And I have purchased it. So I was gonna say you might already have purchased yeah. it. Uh, and if you haven't, I think that bundle is still going on. Um, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, geez. Another 20 days. <laughs> um, but it's just, it's super cool. It, someone commented on it that it's um, uh, that it's like Troika a la PBTA. And and I think that's pretty that's that's pretty accurate. Although the like you can feel the author. The, the author is uh, Aaron King uh, and you can. Like, there's such different games because so much of the author is in the text, you know? Like, it's like, it's fascinating, it's cool, it's bizarre, and it's wonderful. It, it's already on a sixth, this is a sixth edition? Was it always based off of the... I th- I think it was always sixth okay. edition. Interesting. Um, If I'm not mistaken. Well, I will put the link to that, uh, Pat, Pat, uh pack oh god talk about how out of it i am i lost the word pack i will put that or maybe bundle bundle is probably the word i should use given that it's the word for the thing that itch.io does Uh, i will put the link to that bundle in our show notes and i'll do that for real instead of normally when i just say that i'm going to and i don't we might be able to finally get them like a little bit of a bump and help them raise a little bit of money because because so far it, it hasn't been a uh a great yeah. showing just just three hundred thousand dollars holy yeah. crap and I'll, I'll, the flip side amazing, of that is amazing. i will i will uh i will be shocked if any of the five people listening to this podcast haven't already gone and backed it haven't yeah. already yeah so yeah a decent amount of people that i that i know listen to this podcast have games in this yes, <laughs> yes that's true that's also a part of it yeah so yeah um 
Hey, so we're like we're like All seven right. minutes into this podcast. You want to? What are we talking about? Oh my gosh, we're talking about macronutrients. macronutrients? All right. I mean, <laughs> how you can I mean, only get them from smelling meat. I mean, in a way, we are talking about <laughs> macronutrients. Uh, oh, you know what? We're not in a way because they're the building blocks of something yeah. bigger, building together. Uh, no, we're not doing. Let's yes, like vaguely. Um. So here's what we're talking about today. Um, one of the big things I've been really enjoying in working on Radcrawl is the idea of breaking it up and making it like extremely modular. And I've now kind of hit an obnoxious point that it's a little hard to go. It's a little hard to design what's next and like Mm -hmm. decide what to build next because I don't want to just make DMD. And so like it would make like, you know, if I was making a regular D&D heartbreaker, it would be like, okay, now I make the cleric. Um, And so what I've kind of started to view this as in order to try to separate out how I'm doing this procedurally is to think of like thematic packs that I want to do. Um, And so like, maybe I might do like, is there a space for like Mm -hmm. a cleric? Absolutely. But instead of writing like the cleric, I would want to write like, come up with a lore god and do some kind of thing that's like really specific and like almost build build the game out of exceptions and build the game out of uh out of prestige classes right like kind of start at that weirder level and then build things in such a way that you can do your own stuff with it yeah a lot of building Um, blocks and so like yeah and so like part of the intention part of the idea with that that I've been kind of like honing in on right now is an idea of like roster characters versus like rookie characters that you either can like grab a character that's pre-made. They come with a couple things in their pack. They're ready to rock. And like those packs are probably like, you know, if if it's not like I'm going to be charging money for like enormous amount, like enormous amount of money for enormous amount of packs or something like that. My intention with this is not to make a boatload of money. Um, it's just to like organize my thoughts. Um, but like if you get, you can either like pick a character that is pre-made or you get like interesting things that mm-hmm. come with that kind of character. So if you've got like, this is a uh, warrior that is all ice based, then you have that roster character that is now an option to play in the game. And you also get their techniques. You get a couple of additional techniques that feel thematic. You get some ice weapons. You get like some ice stuff. It's, it's, patron, the, whatever, it's the Lego right? idea. Like, like the Very when you buy a Lego, Lego set, yeah. you get all the pieces you need to make that Lego character or the Lego like a cool Death Star yeah. or whatever. And then you also have all of those pieces, and then you can put them t- together in different ways. You can take the robot body and give it the Jedi head and. Uh, and then make your own exactly. thing and remix it. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. And and like th- like just for me, from like a design standpoint, that way of thinking is like extremely yeah. helpful. Um, and I've got like my notebook, my physical notebook that is not useful to anybody because <laughs> it's not in a format people can read other than myself. Um, is just like exploding with this way of tackling things. And I'm I'm getting like some really interesting fun stuff together because of that. Mm-hmm. That it like has that kind of um loose, weird lore where like 
you might have like a character and it like has like a name that's listed and it has like a character's name, character title that they've got some connection to. And then it's not explained because it's better if you explain it. And then if I decide later I want to dive in on that thing, then I can do that. Just lots of like drawing lots of blank connections, which is a lot of fun. But <laughs> yeah, uh, you can see where that might be difficult to like make into a traditional looking RPG product because in a sense, this is what this has always been intending to do. This is intending to like have some fun with the old glut of like third edition, 3.5 edition things where you'd get like, you know, the book of bardic swords and it's like a prestige class for bards and 20 bardic swords and a settlement full of bards with swords and like that was awesome and fun to engage with especially if you had like way too many pdfs acquired (laughs) from some location uh but that was like that's no no way to run an industry and certainly no way to run an indie game that is going to be measured in tens not hundreds you know i already have a uh i have a pdf of um stuff for the genesis system which is yeah. is uh is the oh, fantasy flight um come to think of it i don't know i don't know how what the state of fantasy flight is i was it doesn't I matter i think they were um, like, bought out by like a hedge fund or something i think they might have been disassembled though so uh oh. but anyway i've been playing genesis and That's so i have system. Uh, yeah i have um i have there's a couple different there's a couple different official books and then i have a cu- i have a couple like um just related like books like fan made fan made feels like the wrong level of what's the what's the level of formality i'm third party like of third party creators yeah and so then i have i have a pdf that is just like all of the items from all of the different books that someone just like pasted all of the pdf pages together because they got frustrated that that uh (laughs) they were all in like different like i think it's all the official content um and it was just like it's so funny that we're like the game isn't even that old and we've already hit the point where someone was just like ah i'm just gonna paste all these like tables together i mean like when i was in my 3.5 days i had hundreds of pdfs and i had an enormous excel sheet that listed every pdf so that i could roll random dice in order to pull random items from random Mm -hmm. pdfs uh and like that was ridiculous and i was in high school so i had tons (laughs) of time yeah and uh like I am not going to be able to make that experience with Radcrawl, but well, I'd and, love to play in a similar sort of space in a way that actually is functional. And even from a game design perspective, you hit a limit yeah. where, like, if you wanted to say, "Look at all of this," like, if you were like, "Oh, we're we're doing a no- we're doing a new set uh, based off of the Shovel Knight video game." And yeah. so I wanted to, you want to make a shovel weapon and you're like, ah, gee, have I ever made a shovel weapon before? Like, it would be yeah. difficult to like, if you didn't have a good system for that, it would be difficult to like even find all the pieces you want. Um, Absolutely. But if you can sort your own, if you can sort your own Legos, it'll make your own creation easier as well as yeah. make it easier for people who are buying and engaging with the game to also do that. Yeah. And so... Part of where I'm hitting a question is how do I make sure that I'm building that in? 
And how do I make sure that I'm building that in not just for myself, but for other people who also want to get involved? Um, yeah. And also, like, for all of the different variant game types. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and part of it is just like knowing that I'm not going to have it so that every pack is the same thing. You know, like, yeah, if I make a pack down the road that is uh, like is like a seamstress character and like it's a pack all about this seamstress character, it'll probably have like clothes. It might not have techniques. It probably won't have combat encounters. Yeah. Uh, and so like figuring out so like that is a huge thing off my shoulders that it doesn't explode the need for content out a billion billion times. <laughs> But then yeah. how do I make it so that, like, you can add a thing and have access to it without making it so it has to be that every person that has interest in designing has to give up all money? Because it'd be very easy to make a wiki yeah. and say, like, here's the wiki. It has everything I make. And if you want to make stuff, too, you can also add stuff to the wiki. And then it makes it so it's like, you know, yeah, but then no one can get paid by it. Yeah. Not even thinking for myself on it. Just like yeah, in yeah, terms of incentivizing people to design, I want people to be able to uh to be paid for that design. Cuz this is a this is sort of like a, a thing we were talking about earlier too is like everything you've described is a problem that is easily somewhat easily solvable by something like Notion, which I will continue yeah. to advocate for until either they pay me or I die. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you'll and, stop. You'll stop advocating for Notion if they pay yes. you. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, no, serious. Sorry, I will advocate in a different way. I'll start. So I will. Oh, okay, if they pay me, I will stop a advocating and I'll start marketing. Which okay, is different. So you'll you'll stop advocating um, for them yeah. for free. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, and um, but that solves the problem for you, and you could even make a Notion page public. So that would that would solve like yeah. your a little bit of a distribution, but that doesn't necessarily solve the way that other people could engage with the game. Yeah, like ha like this this might this is I I don't intend for this to just be like a Notion tech support, but <laughs> yeah. like as far as I know, I can't make it so that like there are pages that you pay somebody else money for, yeah, and then my links to those pages start working. No, probably not. Like I, I don't. This I can't make D and D beyond in motion. So, um, <laughs> well, but okay. So here's what you can do: you can yeah. think about the way that these that the character that the, the elements of the game are composed, and yeah. you can design them in a way that it means that other people can replicate indexes of their of their own components that will mesh nicely with yours. Yes, definitely. So like, like a good example of this is uh, Quest has, Quest is a game that has, uh, it doesn't have, um, I'm, trying, I'm trying to stall while I quickly open Quest, um, but it's a game that, that instead of having, it sort of have, it has loose classes, um, but those classes have paths within them. Uh, it has like an ability catalog and those abilities are okay. so like the so if you're thinking about this from like a system perspective, the core thing. So the core thing in like a D and D is the uh, is the is the class. The core thing in yeah. a 
in a PBTA game is the playbook. The core thing in yeah. Quest is the ability. And those abilities are okay. broken into things that sound like classes, like the fighter, okay. the invoker, and whatnot. And then those are further broken down into paths through those. But those are just ways of packaging th- something that is functionally just like a like a standalone item because it also does yeah. let you do so like so like per the core rules of quest you choose abilities while you level up moving along a path um but okay. it also says hey if you want to just let people pick whatever they want <laughs> um yeah <laughs> and 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 so because everything fits into this into this like self-contained element of an ability which is a name a description a cost and if it's a thing that has like multiple outputs then it has like yeah the different output the different possible results of an attack the different possible results of whatever uh if there's any options those are all contained any choices you have to make they're all contained within and so if i were to i could in theory like strip all this text out of the main game and make a big list of all of the abilities. And then if I if I yeah. bought like an expansion, if I bought a third party game, which I have, you could add you more. Can just, I can pull those abilities out and they'll fit in with the regular abilities. Yeah. So I think that's like kind of what you want to do. Yes. And so so, so there's there's kind of two things I want to be able to do, right? One is I'd love to be able to like link organically within stuff to other people's work in order to go like like let's say like i introduce that there's some city mm-hmm. and someone else is like hey i want to write that city and i'm like cool because i don't want to write mm. that city i could then i would love to be able to like at them organically and have it be able to like come to a scene that it goes like hey this place is written by this person pay them five bucks and you'll get it I think that that is a little bit pie in the sky. <laughs> uh, but the other thing I want to be able to do is give people access to like digital play tools that can use my materials and other people's materials mm-hmm. relatively seamlessly. Yeah. Um, Like in my ideal world, you can you've got like an excel because obviously with any of these we've all played games where we bought the book and we wrote down our abilities on a piece of paper and like that'll work you know there's nothing wrong with that but i'd love to be able to have a thing where someone like opens up an excel sheet and like clicks a little arrow and sees all of the moves that they can pick yeah you and know? that is something that like um D beyond or even something like lancer's comp con system does like when you when you when you buy a when you buy a lancer expansion it comes with a little file that you upload into yeah like log into comp con and upload the file and then it gives you access to the content from that game into into comp con which is their equivalent of dnd beyond and and that's that's like that's the dream right uh for people to be able to like make digital cards stick them into a folder and have even if it's just being done digitally mm-hmm. something pull it up um it has just now occurred to me 
that I might be able to do some of that with Excel. Yeah, I was going to say that I think it's I think that it sounds like what you almost want is like a a PDF of the book that's like a classic game. But then if you've yeah. designed the game, and this is kind of what I was getting at is like if, if you've designed the the game in a way that it decomposes into these Lego building blocks, well, then there's no way you couldn't yeah, create a template for abilities or or whatever. And um, yeah, and then like so, when you sell the book, it comes with a a PDF of the game, comes with a an Excel yeah. spreadsheet or a Notion database or whatever, a Google sheet of whatever. all of the raw elements of the game, um, just in a database yeah. format, and then it also comes with a template for that database. Or you could even give the template away yeah. for free to people online, and so that way, if everyone is yeah. using the same template. They, then you're you're always giving people the raw building blocks as long as you have as which would yeah. mean which would mean theoretically I could take an Excel file and pull I think you can use an Excel file to pull all CSV files in a folder Probably. that's something I haven't done but I don't I don't know if you can do that like in Google I mean Sheets. if you have a CSV file file you can but i bet you can you can upload a csv file into a google sheet and you can into do that with google notion sheets. as well yeah oh yeah. i didn't know you could do you that can with just notion. upload okay. a, a csv into notion because what i'd love to be able to do is have it so that like people get a file and stick it in their file that stores their rad crawl mm-hmm. files and then their character sheet can pull that data yeah, that's interesting. I don't, and I don't know if that's like, <laughs> I don't know if that's something that's feasible or not. Because what I don't want people to have to do is like do like a big copy paste thing. Yeah, you know, like that seems like a pain. But it might yeah. be that's the only way that can be. I done. mean, maybe there's someone out there who can. I mean, it sounds like we're hitting the limits of what these kinds of free database software like. For Notion, I know that if you if yeah, you build probably. if if you built a character sheet in Notion, um, which yeah. would be easy to do. You could have it. Cu- that had never occurred to me. You could to do it in Notion. You could have it cu- I thought that would have to be Excel. <laughs> no, I mean you could definitely do it in Notion, and I'll show you how at some point. Um, you could have oh, cool. all of the building blocks also in Notion, and then if you yeah. got new building blocks from people, you could dump them into that. Like you can import a CSV file, and so you would just keep as as a per, per person, you would keep expanding your available. Uh, your available. Thing. Thing. And you could do that with with Google Sheets as well, or or Excel. Um, yeah. But just to like drop it into a folder and then have a program that like manages your characters. Yeah, that's probably, that's probably a custom scripted thing. I mean, unless there, I mean, also, yeah, I, who knows? There, like, there is a there is a world of things with Excel that I don't know how to do. So, yeah, maybe someone out too. there in listener land is an Excel genius. It may be because, like, like wouldn't that be cool to be able to just like take? Yeah, like you get like a you get a PDF, you get a Notion, like whatever. And you get an Excel file and you stick it into, or a CSV file, and you stick it in the same folder, and then you have more character options. Like, yeah, that's pretty brilliant. That's not, that's not like D&D Beyond brilliant, but it's pretty brilliant. <laughs> or I could just tell people you got to write down on your piece of paper, but I hate that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But I'm also not going to get like a a you know professionally made program made because this is not yet yet 
not until not until my Kickstarter hits seven hundred billion. <laughs> yeah. So I should not start building this in Notion now. I should do that later. <laughs> I, I I started and I was like, no, I I can't. I can't. I gotta focus on this. So so then okay. So let's talk up. Yeah yeah. You're starting to mess around with Notion. I'm looking at Excel yeah. tutorials. So I think that before, like the system aside, I think there's a way to do this that isn't yeah. that isn't system focused, and that is to think about what are those Lego blocks? What are the building blocks? And yeah. and then what are what are the building blocks and then and what are the building blocks of those building blocks if that makes sense like okay what yeah. okay so like if we say oh hang on excuse me i just need to drink some water um if we say that a character in rad crawl is made up of um a they have like uh they have some stats Stats are probably just numbers. Those are there's nothing. There's nothing that yeah. makes those up. They have items. Um, we might want to say that that's weapons, uh, weapons, armor, uh, other items, uh, like like utility items, utility yeah. items. So then the question is like, is so like is there something about a Oh, the weapons, armor. So, like, if all items in Radcrawl are weapons, armor, or utility items, like potions, stuff like that. Yeah. Is there anything that is unique about those items that isn't just an at, like an attribute? Like, is there like kind of like a like a tag in a PPTA game? Like, is is the thing that makes a weapon a weapon just okay. that it has a like a strike? three tag versus like an art the armor an armor just doesn't have that but like you could so like like i guess a good example would be like if you have a shield if you have a, a buck if you have a buckler yeah. that has an armor four stat and then you have an and then you have another yeah. buckler that is exactly the same has an armor four but it also has strike three or strike two because this is like the yeah the buckler of bashing the buckler of points. so then yeah. is there something that's fundamentally <laughs> different about the the armor than than a weapon other than it's whatever system you're using to judge attack and damage by um or is it all just really is do all of these wrap roll up into a category of building block called item of which there are many varieties of like many varieties of qualifiers qualifiers is the wrong word um like descriptors, tags, whatever you want to call them, some of which allow them to, yeah. to fall yeah. into subcategories of things like weapons and armor because they they give you specific things. I think I think it is more like they are different. Huh. The the buckler is an is an interesting question. Because because the follow-up to this is then um what is the difference because then because so then, you, so then you've got because the question is like what where is the difference between these things and like uh, elements of the rad crawl racing game or the rad crawl sports game right like do right. they do they like is is the cart in the rad in rad cart or whatever i forget what it's even called um is that <laughs> diddy cobalt racing currently diddy cobalt racing is that <laughs> yeah. a separate type of item 
that holds that like or is it just an that has different it, properties yeah is yeah. or or is it like a kind of character that holds like what kind of a building block is it is really like is it exact is is a cart the same building block like is this is the cart the same kind of lego that a weapon is it just has different tags mm. or different qualities or is it a different type of lego block entirely i think that a cart is more similar to a character right okay um that like a cart slash racer is like a character divided in two pieces. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, and then there might be items that affect, that like change your cart in the same way that there's items that change your character, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so our, in terms of our, like... So if you have... Sorry, just, so just to follow that yeah. one step further. If you have... Weapons, if you have items, like weapons, armor, and utility items, they're all things that yeah. slot into a character that yeah. make a Radcrawl character able to run. Could you take yeah. those same weapons, armor, and, and utility items and slot them into a cart in a way that is interpretable for a racing game? Or yes, not, not, not I like think maybe, so. maybe maybe not literally those items, but like using the same tags, the same basic stats, same and, basic tags stats and, and stuff like that. That's the intention, yeah. The intention would be that you can take mm -hmm. any weapon, any armor, any utility item, and use it in Pommel Ball, Rad Crawl, Deadly Cobalt yeah. Racing. Because I think uh, I think a big structural way of thinking about this, like, is is are things in the game? This is like a really weird. I'm I'm, I'm having a ling I'm hitting a linguistics wall here, but like. Are items in so the different differentiating between weapons, armor, utility items, steering wheels, wheels are yeah. things like those things, wheels, weapons, armor, are those the macro category that are that have like a similar that they're that have that like item equipable tag to them, or are they more like an item element? that has that because of the types of tags that are applied to them are broken up into cat subcategories of we weapon armor like is weapon armor wheels yeah. are a subcategory of an overall overarching item thing or is it the other way around i think that it is more my gut says that it's mostly divided by like how it's like 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 uh, equipment slots mm -hmm. almost and most equipment slots i think are similar to each other but i i think that it's yeah like that that something that is a held item something that is like a weapon they're all gonna have similar properties to them yeah and anything that is equipped in a way other than that is probably not but like, i think the i think that at least the way that i've been thinking about it so yeah, so there's yeah. like a so there if, so then what you're kind of, what what I just heard you say. Sorry, let me just talk this back. So what I just heard you say was yeah, no. that a, something like an axe has a quality of can be held. Um, that sort yes. of like maybe you wouldn't literally state that because it's kind of obvious. Yeah, but like it it functionally has a quality of can be held, and then you have a hand slot that is like takes items that can be held. And so you can yes. put that weapon in your hand. You couldn't take that weapon and yes. mount it to the side of a cart necessarily, or like like in place of a wheel. 
Like you might be able to, you might be able yeah, to mount yeah. an axe to the side of your cart as a weapon because the web maybe the cart has a hand slot. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, but, so like, um, so like things that your helmet, for example, you could theoretically have a helmet that gives you another attack, but it's probably not your primary sure, method sure, of sure. attacking. So like basically what I need to do is just, I, I want weapons to, ha- I want because of like the primary secondary enchantment thing, most weapon things are going to have an effect on how you attack stuff. Um, and it will have an attack that comes with it. Whereas non-weapon things will have, uh, either it might have an effect on your attacks but it probably won't give you a direct attack of its own. So, like, a bashing shield might have a thing that it's like, uh, if you roll a crit, uh, then you do a bash and you stun the target. Uh, versus, like, this shield does... Although, actually, even, even then, the shield is more like a weapon than it is an armor. Because it's held. The buckler of bashing is definitely like one of those edge cases where it is a little more complicated to figure out how to break it down. James right now is making a uh, a table that has uh, armors and steering wheels and speedy wheels. Yeah, sorry, I got a little... Um, like, this is... So no, this is like... Good. like um, because so okay so this sorry i just wanted to get this out because this this will help you at least visualize what i'm yeah. talking about because what yeah because i think this is kind of comes down to the way that we that you ha- that you have to distribute this stuff so if okay. if the if the only okay so if everything if every item is functionally the same which is the simplest way to do this if every item is functionally okay. the same and the only thing that really differentiates them is like the only thing that differentiates any given item from any other is functionally like what are the tags or or qualities that it has um like this is right. a, this is a this this th- this buckler which we know is a buckler is a shield because it has block and an armor tag whatever that does i don't know what that okay. mechanically does but that's like but then what does, it means yeah. is we get this list of items like once once you like i just like, I, I i knocked out a couple things here so now we have a, a thing that is a tag of block, armor, strike, armor, speed, steering with different quality quality levels or whatever. And yeah. so then like this then becomes those leg these this list of all of the possible tags becomes the list of things that you like would import into your own database when you bought this and include this in your list of like possible okay. things. And then categories are just a way of like breaking them up if that makes sense. And then you can that does make if, sense. I th- I think that 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 provides kind of like some of the simpler stuff. Yeah. Um because like some not like descriptive text but like mechanical descriptive text of like, you know, uh I I don't know if it makes sense to have like uh a difference between tags of like life drains 1d4 damage every single time you attack versus life drains 1d4 damage on a crit 
You know, like that's yeah. like a, just a card that I know exists, right? Yeah. Just because there's not going to be enough cards that life drain one d four damage every time they hit. Yeah, and like, and that's where I was kind of like trying to ask it is like, is life drain on a steering wheel different from life drain on a sword, or do they kind mm. of functionally do? Maybe that's not the best example, but like, do they functionally <laughs> do like they apply a? They both apply at some point the life drain effect. Yeah, like, I guess um, so. Like, if you had like a sword, a sword of protecting yourself, the AC that that would give, like the armor that that would give, would be identical to the armor that give that like armor would give, right? Yeah, yeah. If that if that helps to explain it, yeah, I think so. I think I think part of it is just like. That there will need to be, like, a level of interpretation looking at it, you know? Yeah, well, that's where... That, like... And that's where, like, if you almost have a... Some kind of a... Uh, like, how do... Like, a, how, like a, um, an interpretive guide. Like, you know something is armor because it has a block or armor stat or, like, tag. Okay. Or you know something yeah. is a wheel because it has a speed stat. And that's where, like, the categories yeah. come in. Like I think I think you'd have to dramatically shift the way that we've been thinking or the way that I've been thinking about this. If you're saying like something that is armor, like although a buckler, although the buckler of bashing might have a strike ability or the ability to do damage, that ability to yeah. do damage should be resolved and is functionally different from the way that a sword does damage. Well, then like it's a different thing. You probably want to keep them as a separate database. Like the tags and qualities of the, of the, of the like, armor will be different than the tags and qualities of swords. And so you'll want to yeah. like, keep them separated in a more dramatic way. Yeah. But this is kind of how I would build it. Cause okay. I think this, this gives you the most flexibility in terms of creation and then distributing the tags basically um and even if it's like even if it's not even if so like i've also been just like saying like block three but maybe it's just like a it has a stat it has the quality of block of block and then that just yeah and that what that tells the person is tells the player is that it has block and then um i'm trying to think about how to explain this (laughs) <laughs> um basically if you said it has block then that means that it should have a field for how much block it has and so you if you were distributing the buckler of bashing then it would have a block it, w- it would have it would have the two attributes of block and strike and then somewhere separate yeah. it would list that its block is three and its strike is one but all that's telling but that's telling other potential potential designers is that shields can have the ability of block at whatever value they want and the strike quality at yeah. whatever value they want. Maybe it doesn't need to be baked into that value. Doesn't need to be baked into the, the actual tag. Right. Right. Cause it's, it's basically giving, uh, giving a roadmap of how to start building that. Yeah. Hmm. Because, because there's a there's a world also where the tags are not as mechanically present and there's like a category for primary ability secondary ability okay yeah that like primary ability is just like a block of text so that's right 
Because you can put, like, text into Notion. Yeah. Yeah, that's, um, that's sort of what I was starting to do earlier. But, uh, yeah, I think that's, that's another way to think about it is if, 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 um, so this is a, this is the very, like, uh, PBTA tag style way of thinking about this. If you want to have it as a more free form or a more quest style thing, you could say every item or every character has a primary ability, second ab- secondary ability, and those abilities are much more free form. Yeah. Um, yeah. You could, you could almost do the same thing. I actually, I know exactly how to build that out in Notion, and I will do that maybe right after we finish recording. I think it's a little more it, it's a little <laughs> more advanced than I can do while talking, um, but it's also easily doable. And that also makes I mean that, but that but that comes from the same. Uh, I think we get there from the same thought pa- pa- pattern that there that there is functionally yeah. nothing different about a sword and a shield, other than they have. They have like every item has a primary ability, secondary ability, and you would choose the, yeah. the sword primary and secondary abilities. But if you chose like a shield primary ability and then a swords or a weapons secondary effect, then you might get the bachelor, the the buckler of bashing. Yeah, yeah. And you could give realistically, you can give uh, if if it is like written out. Uh, long form text essentially yeah, yeah. Uh, long form it's like you know a couple sentences um then you can mix and match relatively effectively and you but yeah. you don't have to and there's some guidance of like uh having the tags lets you go like okay how many life how many life draining things do i have even just for like or like if you're trying to design something you can go like okay how has life drain been implemented in the past and see it that way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that... Because that gives you a lot more... Because then you could say, like, this is the life train ability that's used for shields. This is the life train ability that's used for yeah. arrows. This is the life train ability that's used for... Uh, True. Draining your own life while your hands are on the steering wheel because it'll make your car go faster. <laughs> which is my favorite kind of life drain. trade life for speed definitely definitely life for speed is very very good that definitely needs to happen (laughs) (laughs) so then so now i'm trying to like think of this in terms of like visualizing within notion and like the talking about like the character packs and everything if I were making these items and the release was like more specific, right? Like the release wasn't like rad crawl. The release is like, uh, James's book of steering wheels that drain your life. <laughs> uh, you could put summary. that as a release. <laughs> you could put that as a release, mm-hmm. just like a regular tag essentially. And then within the little notion page that is James's James's book of draining life, uh, have it just display those things. Yeah. Right. Just in terms of like viewing, 
you could have basically like a big template list, like the big lists that you and I were talking about at the beginning that people have artificially put together for PDFs, and then also have the little mini, the little mini versions in the appropriate place. So if you're like scrolling through and you're like, oh, we're in the necromantic city and I just leveled up, I want to take a necromantic ability, that'll be fun. Then you're on that page, you're looking at, you've got the stuff set up. Uh, But if you're kind of starting from nowhere, you can just pull up the big list. That's kind of, that. I kind of like that. That's kind of, that's got some tabletop (laughs) mouthfeel that I like. In many ways, the most important thing. In many ways, the most important thing, yeah. Um, it is a shame. I don't think you can do this in Notion. I think you can do it in Excel. Having, like, a character sheet in Notion that you, like, select the ability, and then it, like, pulls up the primary and set the it pulls up the stats and stuff like that uh, into your you sheet. You can definitely do that. Yeah. You can definitely do that? Okay, well, then I just don't know how to do things. I'm trying to make it through it right now. I'm struggling. Why am I struggling? What's going on? Ability. Oh, it's the tags. Okay. So like, okay, this, this is such thrilling audio content, I know. But okay, so right now I've made it so that it, this buckler has life drain. So um, if I get rid of that. Yeah. But if you, if you click on, if you click on this column here, well, I'm going to call abilities. Um, if you select an ability from there, I made two ability, not, not, not like click on the link, but in the same table we had, um, you should now oh, be able okay. to select an ability and then it pulls up the, the text of the, and then it fills up the other. Yeah. It's a roll up. Cool. If anyone is asking. So I, you could theoretically use a roll up that like, um, uh, that like you have, you're pulling up their techniques and it lists yeah. all the techniques and then it basically yeah, lookups the next column. That gets more complicated if you have a okay. different amount, like depending on how variable it is. But if you're talking about, like if you wanted to say some things have two abilities and or techniques and some have three, then that's a little bit more complicated. But if it's like everything oh, no, has two and everyone's then got each of those two things has some subset of, of attributes, then that's really easy to do. Yeah. And then... Okay. Holy crap, this thing's yeah. coming together. And then... Uh yeah. So this is how I <laughs> Yeah, That's I cool. uh I like Notion a lot. I think we are <laughs> we are maybe getting to the point where it's no longer and, and and this is also the same thing that you could do, like not not to make this so notion specific, but thinking about this this way, where you have techniques that have some attributes that it can sit in a database yeah. or sit in a spreadsheet, whatever. And then um, Yeah, you can do it just as well in sheets. Then but this will be a good way to help you think about and I can do this in a cleaner looking way too. <laughs> I kind of rushed through this while we were talking um in Notion and I suspect a little bit that Notion will be a really mm-hmm. nice thing to work in and a really nice way to browse it yeah. as if you were browsing a PDF and Excel will be an easier way to do the the to like to dist- to have um even not even like distributing so much as just like having access to multiple sources of information at once. I don't think that, I don't think that notion will let you pull items from different notion sheets within the same block. 
you know say that again like to do a roll like i don't think that notion could do a roll up that is all of my items plus all of your items that you made up oh yeah probably not no you and what, I, I think that excel is closer to that i think you, excel what, will be able to do that part of it what you would need to do for notion is you would have a table that is abilities or techniques yeah and then if I, and then if you sold me another pack i would just upload that technique as a csv into my master techniques yeah yeah which like you know there's no reason that couldn't work but uh little little tougher to do yeah it's a couple a more steps yeah yeah probably yeah. <laughs> depending on what excel can do <laughs> i am like 99 percent certain that we could throw excel documents into a folder and excel could pull data from hmm. all of the things in the folder i'm really interested in that i have not i've never heard about that but i believe you i think i've done something similar but not exactly the same I kind of want to go figure it out. I don't remember how I did it, though. I kind of really want to build yeah. this in Notion right now. So. <laughs> I kind of really want to build this in Notion right now. Too. <laughs> um, should we end the episode? I think so we should we end the episode. I need to go cook some dinner, and then, yeah. and then maybe I'll come back, and I'll try to mess around in Notion a little bit and try to build you out a way to do this. Because the other thing I was sort of doing as you were talking there was I also turned this so you can make this a gallery uh, where it shows the show you see okay. these things as cards. Um, and then oh, that's cool. You can, it's a little harder to work with. Um, but it's a little bit easier yeah. to visualize. Um, Dang. And then that lets you like viewing it as a card. You can also set if it had like the paragraph text, you basically have it as a card. Yeah. 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 Yep. Because that's mm. where the, it lets you attack and do damage. Yeah. 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 I, it's it's uh it's right there. I think I think this will be a good way to. And then also, I mean, the thing you can do is also export all of this as a CSV um yeah yeah exporting so like so there's really no exporting a notion is my one kind of grape i think it needs to be a little bit better um okay but in theory you should be able to export these things and then and then like if you can upload into affinity publisher with a csv you could easily just like work in notion and then export and dump it into affinity yeah and then also take the csv and dump it into an into yeah, a wherever, google folder yeah. If if it turns out that the Google, I just opened up a folder and my face turned bright white. <laughs> yeah, because apparently it's dark in here. Yep. Um. Uh. But then, like that lets you. Yeah, I just pulled up. <laughs> I just pulled up uh, the the CSV version of it, and like you could totally have it so that the template for notion and the template for the sorry <laughs> the template i'm for, toggling we're just I'm toggling, opening windows i'm toggling back and forth between notion in dark mode and light mode and, it, and the difference in the video of it's our intense. call is intense especially with my stupid ultra wide monitor uh but yeah i think that i think um, that is a sign but, but so you, <laughs> that it's time to end this. your notion your last thing your notion export could be intentionally made to fit the csv yeah. shape of your Absolutely. Google import Absolutely. for your Excel and sheet. vice versa, yeah, and vice versa, yeah. You just make it so it's you make it so it points the right way. You set up the VLOOKUPs properly. You, that that there's no reason that couldn't be a compatible system. Yeah. So that's but Notion will be the one that's easier to work in because Notion is pretty yeah, looking. It's very pretty looking. Yeah. Um. So yeah. if you know how to make an Excel, if you file, made it through this episode, if you made it through this episode, I'm sorry. Um. 
But if also if you know how to make Excel files pull in other p- other files from a folder that's around them, uh, then you should reach out to us because we clearly want to know how to do that. You can find us on Twitter together at Stop Back and Roll or individually I'm at and the Meltdowns. You can find all of our episodes in iTunes, Spotify, or at www.stopackandroll.com. We make this podcast with the support of our Patreon backers, people like Matthew Molyneux, Kettle and Clock, Evan Nyquist, Bren, Daniel Hyatt, Luna, Rich Howard, Nick and Cameron Robertson, Ollie Jeffrey, and Brett Foles. If you'd like to help support this show and all future shows, check us out at patreon.com slash stophackandroll. If you can't support us financially, support our community by becoming a part of it. Come tell us about the games you're working on and um, the wild things you've made Notion or Excel do. Uh, you can join our Discord at tinyurl.com slash shrdiscord or discord.stopbackandroll.com. So if you are sitting, staring at your Notion database, toggling back and forth between light and dark mode, watching it change the colors and face, <laughs> that's a good sign that you may have forgotten to stop, hack, and roll. <laughs> <laughs>